to the Shannon and Clinton Trail Running Extravaganza and Variety Show, otherwise known by our evil alter ego of the Southeastern Trail Runner podcast. This is episode 144. I tried to sound mostly sure about that. And <laughs> Why is it got to be evil? That's what I want to know. Uh, just because everybody's got to have an evil alter ego, right? And I figured, sure. why not? I mean, why not us? It's time. <laughs> just, just go ahead and uh, embrace that. That's right. You know, just uh, nice. just let it ride. Yeah. So, uh, how's your week going? Pretty good. Um, actually had quite a few things to shoot for work this week, so it's nice to nice. to get the cameras out, dust it off, and and work a little bit. So that's been that's been fun. Well, I found out I have still have a race on the calendar that I forgot about. <laughs> I'm surprised it's still on the calendar. I know a road 50k point to point. Uh huh. Oh, that's right. That's you remember why, that? Yeah, that's why you've been burning up the road miles the last couple of weeks. Yes. I was like, I better get some like road miles on to, to get my body used to that pounding instead of, you know, dirt and vert. That, that's right. So, yeah. I'm like four weeks out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I got enough miles on my legs. Actually, you, know, you, should, you, should, you should just go ahead and taper now. I mean, <laughs> don't even worry about training at this point. Just just taper and be good. <laughs> just start tapering four weeks. <laughs> be a heck of a taper. Good, good solid four week taper. <laughs> actually, actually, our, solid, our, yeah. our guest will probably have a few tips for you um, on how to run your your ultra marathon on the road. That's probably a, you know what? we should definitely bring her on and we will ask her about tapering for four weeks. That's right. She's probably got tips. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, before we bring her on, though, have you have you seen the uh, videos from uh, Brent and Paul from doing uh, hots? Uh, I've seen a couple, and uh, I saw a picture this morning um, that I guess Brent has got his ankle on ice, or was it Paul? I, I was like half asleep when I saw it this morning, but somebody's got a, an injury to the ankle with a bunch of ice. That's not good. I know one of them had cramps yesterday in a calf, and I'm guessing that's probably the issue. Yeah. You know, with the heat, but it's not good on day one of. No, it's not. Maybe five to six days of, <laughs> of pavement pounding. Yeah. The, uh, running from Memphis to Chattanooga. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> no, I'm surprised you didn't sign up for it. I mean, it's like $500. Yeah. Everybody knows I'm, I'm a cheap ass, and there's no way I'm paying 500 bucks to, 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 to suffer for five to six days. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but when you now, break it I down, can, it's like less than $100 a day, though. That is true. <laughs> now, if I get gifted into one of these, uh-huh. I won't turn that down, but there's no chance of spending 500 bucks. You'll, you'll on a race. suffer for free? Correct. Okay. Yeah, you because know, I do that now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at the suffering thing. Yeah. All right. So I guess I guess we should probably bring our guest on. Yeah. Enough about you. <laughs> yeah. Enough about me. This isn't about me anyway. <laughs> even, even though I like to make it about me most days. Uh huh. That's accurate. But <laughs> I know. But we'll actually we'll, we'll actually change it just just for the next hour. Okay. Uh, make it about somebody else. Perfect. So, I was on the uh, Instagram, I think it was, the other day, and uh, I don't really read a lot of blogs, mm-hmm. but uh, this one caught my eye. Uh, it was like 17 things that people do in ultra running that I wish you would have known ahead of time. I forget the exact <laughs> title. But... Anyway, it, it, it piqued my interest, mm-hmm. and I was like, "We got to get her on the podcast because this will be be a, a nice, fun, lighthearted, you know." Because some of the things on there is like, "Oh my God, yes!" Uh-huh. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I was reading so, it this uh, morning um, on the front porch, just rolling at how right. accurate everything is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it turns out we actually we actually met her once. Yeah, down in South Carolina last year or year before. Yeah. Yeah. At 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 Hellhole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I placed it, third in. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that was it. it it's not about you, Clint. It's about our guest. I know. But see, it, it never gets to be about me. That's the thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, but w- without further ado, we, we, we should we should introduce our guest. Yes, we should. <laughs> Heather? Oh, Hello. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so, reading your blog this morning, you're... Um, your running trajectory sounds pretty familiar uh, to just about everybody that that we know. And you kind of start off running a little bit, and then you get into road running, and then somebody says, hey, let's take the show off-road, and you, you fell for that hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had been running for, um, let's see, I started running in, oh gosh, 2006, and um, and it was all road running, just mm-hmm. like you said, and um, I got into the, the, the Spartan racing and the obstacle course racing when that was kind of new. I was living in Vermont at the time, and um, it was... 2015 that one of the former race directors for Spartan Race, Andy Weinberg, started um, the Endurance Society mm-hmm. and he advertised a race called Infinitus and there was all these different options of distances um, you know, anywhere from, I think it was 16 miles to a 888k, oh, wow. which is absolutely ridiculous, but anyway <laughs> I thought 48 hours to run 100 miles I, I can do that, no problem <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't run more than I think I had. I had done like a marathon that was maybe like a half a mile longer, or yeah, probably like a half a mile longer. Uh-huh. I'm an ultra runner, you know. <laughs> anyway, I got my ass kicked, and I did not finish a hundred miles during that race. <laughs> but that was the start. That was the start of my current ultra obsession. So. <laughs> I know it's like that that evil carrot that gets dangled. You know, once you hit marathon and you're comfortable with that thing, with that distance, you're like, oh, but it's just like three, four, five more miles. I mean, that's that's easy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much more could it hurt? I mean, really. <laughs> We'd be surprised, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Let's talk about this list. Okay. <laughs> or, 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 or we could talk about Hellhole. Did, did, did you go to Hellhole this year? I did. Actually, uh, my husband and I ran the Yellow Jacket aid station for the entire race. So okay. we stayed up. Yeah, we got there Saturday morning and we left Sunday afternoon um, and just took care of runners all night. It was awesome. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. So it was the first year I didn't run or didn't okay. DNF. <laughs> well, see that's great because then you don't have to ring the chicken bell so exactly. it's a win-win no, yeah. i didn't ring the no chicken bell ringer <laughs> <laughs> yeah the weather was horrible this year but like yeah i'm not coming back for redemption uh, it was hot but i'll tell you they lucked out and that it did not rain at least not during the hundred mile or under um the 200 milers they got a lot of rain, but it stopped yeah. by Saturday morning. And so it was hot as it is normally. And, and it was swampy per usual. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, the, the rain kind of went around us. So that was nice. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. So let's, All right, so. let's, let's start <laughs> off with, with uh, your distance um, point. I thought that was hilarious okay. about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know I'm talking about Chad here, right? Chad Hoffa. (laughs) (laughs) In his ish distances. (laughs) Um, Yes. I don't even know where to start with that one, but let's start with him. I'll never forget doing the dirt bath. (laughs) 
there. <laughs> <laughs> and I only, it was only the marathon. And this was before he had to move locations. And um, it was, I want to say it was like a, a six mile loop or something like that. And or I don't know what it was supposed to be or what it actually was, but it was much longer than it was supposed to be. And I remember coming across the start finish line and I still had a full loop to go. And I was already at like 24 and a half miles. I'm like, <laughs> Dad, like what? And, and he, you know him, he's like, just deal with it. Just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I love. I love it. I love that. You just never know, you know, what's going <laughs> to I set my guinea pigs off. I don't know if you can hear them squeaking. No, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, that's a funny thing. Cause I remember back when I was just road running, when I first gotten into this doing, um, racing a 5k and I set a PR time, but the course logged at like three point oh five miles or something like that and i was so uptight about it's not official because the distance wasn't exact you know and, yeah. and you hear that all the time with people who are like oh it was supposed to be a marathon but it was 26.47 miles i can't believe it you know then you running and it's like we say 100 miles but it, it could be 98 it could be 104 just keep going <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Those are all three miles. Exactly. You get yeah. more for your money. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Laz race, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it's 1,000 K that a virtual run I'm doing. It's not actually, it's actually more than that. So. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's not actually 1,000 K. It's longer than 1,000 K. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the list, Glenn. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Do you, right now. Do you have it pulled up? I don't Thanks. even remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, while I, while I pull it up, what inspired you to write the list? And Six months I've been on a, an ultra hiatus for multiple reasons. It was coached full time, so I'm sure something probably came up with a client that I was like, oh, yeah, welcome to ultra running. <laughs> you know? <laughs> As with many of my blog posts on my head, like I'm not good with. Um, making a list and following it. It's either there or it's not. So yeah. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so this is probably a better question for afterwards, but would you have okay. started ultra running if you saw this list before you, you signed up for your first? <laughs> probably because I think like most of us, we're so headstrong. We think it doesn't apply to us. You know, until we experience it. So probably, I probably would have been like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Shannon, are we going in, in order of her 17 yeah, items? Fine. Oh, yeah. All right. Tell us about the blisters between your butt cheeks. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Like, that was a thing, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you guys know, I mean, the ultra world, we're it's gross and unexpected but at the same time you're like never surprised with whatever kind of crazy things come up next so yeah um down here in the south as you know it's hot and it's humid and it gets sticky and you sweat everywhere and sometimes your butt cheeks chafe <laughs> <laughs> nothing will ruin a race quicker than butt feet, and like you know for women we think about the sports bra straps but right. who would have thought you know those yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I'm with you there. I mean, it hurts to walk. It hurts to run. Mm -hmm. Everything just hurts. No matter what you do, if your butt cheeks are chafed, you're done. It's oh, yeah. true. It's, it's, true. it's game over. And then there's always that joke that, like, you know, you may not feel it during the race, but that first shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything during the shower. You're going to find out where you chafed. <laughs> exactly right. Where did I miss? Where did I miss, miss okay. body glide at? Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like that one square inch gets you every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, a million times. Yeah. That. So I, um, up in this group exercise classes and clients and, and here in Myrtle beach, we have a huge retirement. Mm -hmm. And so the older people love to talk to you. They love to hear what you're up to. And so I'll often tell them, you know, they'll be like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, well I have a race. <laughs> they'll give you that look like, 
what, what did I hear you wrong? You know, and then it's the whole, um, there's a whole list of things they'll ask you like, Oh yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> is it all in one day? <laughs> like, or my favorite, you know, they'll be like, well, my cousin ran, you know, a 5k once. Have you done that? You're like, you know, when you first start ultra running, I hope this doesn't sound kind of snotty. I don't mean for it to, but when you first start ultra response from the general public is often like, why, why would you do that? You race, you know, it's just a thing in the woods because I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't want to. Yeah. It's like, what, where is the line between, acceptable and crazy you know with the general Uh public like you know half marathon like maybe it's like right right and then and in the other side of that is that i never want to discredit or discount somebody else's account oh i thought my 5k was great i'm like no but it is your 5k is amazing (laughs) (laughs) it's like you will actually probably enjoy your 5k exactly (laughs) and you won't regret your life choices you know during your race (laughs) Yeah, as much as we run a 50 mile in a 5K any day. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Go through a ton of shoes. Yeah. Woo. So, yeah, it's crazy. I worked in a few <laughs> how far you can run in them until you really pack them down and beat them down. And we always tell people 300 to 500 mile range. Um, but if you want the truth as to why I wear hokas, it's not because <laughs> that's my endorsement for hokas. I can get like 750 to 1,000 miles before I need to run. Yeah, yeah no, and you will blow through shoes. And it's – Oh, yeah. Fortunately, my husband is also a ultra runner. Your budget then for shoes if both of you are Yeah, running. yeah, for real. <laughs> what running shoes do you have? It's like, well, they're, mm-hmm. they're all very specific and there's a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have between the two of us, you know, in the shoe racks in the garage. And the other day, the landlord had to come over to do some work on the thing. And like, are they running like a shoe store? Like an underground shoe <laughs> Black market. And you run a course like Hellhole and you need like hair for a loop because it's so gross. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, and you just burn the shoes afterwards. Oh, yeah. You should sacrifice the swamp. Skipping four because we already went over the mileage thing. Yeah, yeah. Number five, ultra runners share everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So South Carolina from Vermont. And we were running... Um, we were up in Greenville, so they're trying to do the hundred miler, but again, another one we didn't make amongst <laughs> 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 a crew for the guy who ended up winning the course. And again, being new to ultras and offish, but they're very focused on their own goals, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we're doing our thing, coming through every loop and never met them and he's winning. And they're like, what can we get you? What do you need? Like here, take some of his stuff or here, have that share this. <laughs> like, wow, These people are so generous, but come to find out. I mean, it's that way. You need, you need some salt tabs. You need a goo. Do you want my body glide? Like take it. Or- <laughs> Just wipe it off on a pine cone. It'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never taken anybody's body glide. No, <laughs> you're lucky. That's Celine. Yeah. No, rolled nut butter. Mm-hmm. We did a race, and they and they had a community jar of Vaseline, handed it and rub it wherever. And then oh, somebody else come by, stick their hand in, rub it wherever. Like that. You don't know where that hand has been. <laughs> that's exactly right. Which is why I'm not using it. <laughs> okay, so fun, fun factoid tidbit is that Vaseline won't stick to it because um, one of my friends that's a surgeon that I lean instead of any kind of uh, like neosporin ointment or is, you know, it, it never goes bad and it never um, instead of all the fancy stuff because it works better and it's cheaper. I did not know that. So, that's good to know though. All right. Number six, ultra marathons will break you. Um, I've had bad races. I think we all have, but, um, one of the things I say is cause I work with a lot of beginner ultra marathoners, not necessarily beginner runners, but mm-hmm. those who have never estimate how far it really is and how much it can hurt that, that exhaustion, um, mental and physical exhaustion will bring out so much. Why do I do this to myself? Uh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that will, kind of break down your preconceived notions of what you're capable of um, and push through it and keep going. So, um, you know, 
license, but <laughs> yeah, th- there's a reason why not a lot of people do ultras. And I think that being, and you know, Shannon and I have seen each other on, you know, that end also where mm-hmm. you, know, you really have to rely on each other to keep moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've, I've quit multiple ones I finished because I could, and you constantly go back and forth, which is another reason I love podium. It really is you against Mm -hmm. you. Like how much can you take that day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Such a mental game. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's every bit is Mm -hmm. number seven. You'll learn to become a pack mule. I remember it so clearly. I was given a gift card to like, I don't know, maybe running warehouse bottle for the first time. And I went back and forth, like, for days. Like, oh, my goodness, the 20 is going to be so heavy. And all that extra weight is going to slow me down. So there might be an aid station eight miles in, but also might not be there. Whatever, <laughs> and you have to carry this, 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 and that. And I call it my mom purse, my hydration pack, because I have like, everything possibly need like got some goldfish like (laughs) you learn you learn and carry 12 ounces or 20 ounces in my hand and now it's like okay can we keep this pack under 20 pounds become a pack mule that's for sure oh yeah and number eight is one that shannon and i in community is one big family Mm -hmm. it really really is yeah Yeah, and we don't shy away from the comparisons between the road community and the community (laughs) No, so, we train we them all the time, Heather. It's cool. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> At that very first ultra that I was talking about early on, Infinitus, um, up in Vermont. So it's my my first ultra experience. I had, We had met the guy who would end up winning the race um, before the race and brief there at night. And um, and he's like, he's probably lapped us like five times already on the 16th. <laughs> <laughs> so we're struggling. And he stops. And he's like, I'm going to move inside while I'm talking to you guys. My neighbor's like middle of the trail and he's like hey how are you guys doing like are you feeling good are you having fun um are you doing this are you doing that? and we were just like dude you're winning this race why are you stopping to talk to us <laughs> anyway so that was my first for the sport you can tell that it's not it's not all about me 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 like my what can i do to make your experience better mm-hmm. um and i love it and then the other part of the to races like on the other side of the state or even another state and you'll see people you know and never met them anywhere else except for in the racing community and they'll be like hey you know i remember you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. we leave everything else aside like you know you don't talk about work or your kids stressing you out or whatever it may be it's all about like the running community and it's, i love it i absolutely love it and even if i never ran a step again in my life i'm so grateful i found like this family yeah that's cool and actually your your picture that you posted on that point um the girl that you've got your arm around with the band of runners shirt i met her at the band of runners camp last november oh, nice. down in texas so i'm like oh that's a familiar face on your blog so yeah cool. see, it's one family yep, yeah it's crazy and number nine <laughs> you'll find normally disgusting foods absolutely appealing <laughs> yes. so at hellhole last week we had this whole conversation about potato juice in the in the canned <laughs> potato because yeah i saw that yeah, we had some yes. um, people volunteering with us that are kind of new to the ultra world, and they were like, potatoes come in cans? I'm like, yeah, it's disgusting, isn't it? But <laughs> would never eat outside. Well, no, that's not true. I'd probably eat them, but they don't sound appealing. You know, you <laughs> marathon runner trying to right. yeah. like, burrito in the middle of a race. Meanwhile, running was, I think this was that one epic that used to be up in um, – North, northern half, getting some snacks and leaving the aid station, running down the trail with two slices of pizza in my hand, like things you wouldn't expect, but you also eat like the grossest sounding looking thing, pickles on cupcakes. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever works at the time. (laughs) Those potatoes, though, in a can with salt are like the best, though. Oh, yeah. But during a race, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah, and that's what was so funny about um, Hellhole a couple weekends ago is that, like, as an athlete, I've eaten those more times than I can. I was like, ew, right. this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's going from can to bowl is fantastic. <laughs> was, well, and then we had taken potato, oh, the potato juice. <laughs> Man, I'm hungry for potatoes. Oh. 
I'm going to go get me a can, Clint. I know. We should. <laughs> yeah. we'll, go, we'll go find one. <laughs> Makes it better, I'm sure. That's right. <laughs> All right. Number 10, you'll walk. I don't walk a lot, but most of us, we walk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you took mm-hmm. walk breaks or whatever, was interesting yeah. until you, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those random, like I'm competitive, but I'm like, <laughs> so, like when I was in the road running world, you know, like I'm getting like second and third in age group locally with going from five K's to like half marathons and stuff. I was so frustrated that I had endurance to just keep going. And, and it was like such a, I mean, in retrospect, that's so silly. And so same with a marathon. I had never finished a marathon without having to take a walk break. And I was ashamed. <laughs> But my favorite quote, and I cannot remember who said this. It was in 2009 when we were all blogging and starting. But I remember he said, if it smells like, um, but yeah, like it only makes sense if you're going to run for 24 hours in the best way that you can. And not just conserve your energy, but you have to conserve like, you know, your muscle. It doesn't take, you know, a a lot of time goes by before that happens, but it's still going to happen. So whatever um, strategies you can find to delay that works in your favor and so yeah i thought that was the coolest thing about ultra running like we get to walk (laughs) i just want to point out only in the south can you run smell that is true and they both have they both have not really but (laughs) i'm a vermonter so if if i'm giving off a southern dog all right number 11 here speaking of the south but so that kind of like plays into your strategy as well if you don't have hills then when you get to walk well you can do a run and walk mm-hmm. i had a great my last 100 miler i did um i ran walk from the start and i was still running like at the very end so yeah. to me i'm like hell yeah i walked because i love the, the run walk thing from karen jackson Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got the great, greatest of ideas ever. We did a whole podcast on pro tips. We're like, she's like the queen of pro tips. For I know, and we still reference that episode. And it was what in our first for twenty episodes, something like that. Yeah, one of our early ones, and we you know yeah. still talk about it and reference. Moving on to number eleven, aid stations are black holes. Oh my goodness, they are dead, but. We, so it was just Jeff and I. We had no crew. We didn't know what we were doing. And looking back at it after the race, we were like, wow, we spent like a half an hour each time we came into this thing. And the top half of the, the figure eight is um, a 10-mile loop, and it's amazing. But anyway, so we got to come back after 10 miles to the aid station, and then after six, I thought, okay, we'll quickly like stock back up, change our socks, whatever, and go. We would sit there for like, doing. So um, I learned that lesson early on, but I've seen it. I, it, when you are tired emotionally and physically and you're out in the woods all you come across this like happy like lit up music playing <laughs> smiling face leave yeah. <laughs> and flies so quick so um i'm sure you guys follow ultra running memes on instagram yeah they're yes. spot on with that so um it was interesting to you need to you need to go, and they'd be like, "Nah, just another minute." I'm like, "It's been like 20, dude. Go, <laughs> you know." But yes, yeah, so, you know, I'm t- I'm telling the aid station lady about my cat or something, and, she's like, <laughs> and then when you leave the aid station. You hit number 12, you'll cry. (laughs) Ever since I was a kid, my parents have always joked like, (laughs) you know, tired or whatever. She probably needs to eat and sugar lows because you're running so much. Um, Oh boy, do I cry over the most. Running with my husband is really quite entertaining. Like that's a true test of marriage (laughs) right there is that we started a crew for me. And part of that was thinking like, okay, I know I'm going to snap at her, but she's my sister. And so I know that she will not like, she'll never, <laughs> if it was like a friend who didn't really know much about the ultra world, they'd probably itch. like, I can't believe it. <laughs> those things or did those. So anyway, back to the toe on the left hurt, but the others didn't or like, <laughs> you know, home. most obscure things. Um, so I had a crew that I only knew. This was actually a frozen hellhole, and I only know them through running, so like they don't know me, the, mm-hmm. the Heather at home. Anyway, <laughs> I, I told them, like, I'm going to cry over things, and when I do, all that's why I'm crying. And, and <laughs> it happens, and my friend Eric just kind of giggled at me. All roller coaster of, of ultras is 
in retrospect, it's hilarious. But when you're in the middle of it, it's really hard yeah. <laughs> altering. You're like, um, so for another example is um, we, when we did knock on wood 100 miler, that was the infamous one where my, um, my, I had an umbilical hernia. Like, and so it ended up being like a 37 hour finish for me. It was ridiculous. And um, towards the end, the last loop, my friends had to go home. Like it's Sunday and we're in Greenville <laughs> and they're like, we have to go like spent the first half of that loop, like crying and mentally breaking up with them as friends. I was like, they don't, because that's the kind of mindset you're in at that time. You think everything is so serious. Number 13. Also one I have personally experienced. You might hallucinate. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I did at 8 PM at night. So I have been up since like, you know, six in the morning. Mm -hmm. I can't nap. It starts at eight. We go all into the next day and the next night. And then now we're on Sunday morning. So I've been awake from Friday morning till Sunday Mm -hmm. morning. And stories of people hallucinating and they see like ghosts or terrifying things. So the first thing I hallucinated, which I I don't think this is what I said I did in the blog, because I remember walking down the trail thinking, why are there like those gray, I can't believe it's not butter, like mark in my head at the time, it made sense. I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, keep going. They were so- <laughs> my husband and I, we, we both kind of stop at the same time. And we're like, do you see that? Is that a horse? I saw my car in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like the, you know, those Scion X yep. box cars. That's what I used to drive. And there it was like just in the woods and in my, like, what was that about? I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's so hallucinating. I, mm. it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, mine was a few years ago at the Georgia jewel that, um, mm-hmm. it was super hot. One of the ridges, uh, I guess about halfway through, and there were a couple of down trees that looked like a human and everything. Wow. So I, I saw that for a while and, you know, just other crazy stuff going in and out of some form of consciousness in, uh, during that race, first race experiences that I had just because I was, um, so overheated and dehydrated and everything that was some of the hallucination stories I've heard are crazy. And, and some of the people who think that, you know, the trees are chasing them or like, <laughs> you know, all these awful things are happening. In the woods. Me, I'm just seeing like butter tubs on the trail. <laughs> I know. Just eat, stop crying about the butter tubs. <laughs> No, no, that, that is, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Okay. Oh my God, it's margarine. <laughs> margarine. Uh, yeah. to get me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you are oh, that true. tired, just don't care. I mean, five of the people around you, whether it's fellow runners or crew, they don't care either. So. You know, after having kids, when you're going through pregnancy and childbirth uh, and whatnot. And so I thought yeah. I had no shame there. But ultra running, man, you're just like, <laughs> like, we can keep continue on our conversation, but I'll just be over here in the woods. Like, so gross. <laughs> 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 anymore, you have a goal, an end goal, and you're just like, yeah, we're all human. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. all seen chafing butts before. It's- <laughs> As a dude, you know, I have no shame anyway, but... I got out of the altars. I'm like, yeah, these are my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know when you're pushing yourself to such an extreme, it feels silly to be like, oh, like, you know, come on, we, it's a human body, we all have them. It's right. fine. <laughs> right. No, nobody's got yeah. time to go all the way over there behind that tree. <laughs> no. And plus, that's like you're going to add to. That's right. You got to reduce the ish. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we, we need that for a shirt, Clinton. Yeah, we. I like it. Reduce the ish. Reduce the ish. <laughs> Ultra runners are gross. <laughs> so so gross. Like group, they got it right. I mean, we are we are gross. I'm sure there's some people that are not, you know. And kudos to them. But I leave a race, and I'm sunscreen, and, and like we're talking about the um the uh, Vaseline, like our hydrate and you know like high-fived other runners and fell down that you just don't care <laughs> <laughs> and then i love your last line on that 
point is like, and then we'll still get in the front seat of your car with no towel. On. <laughs> Bring a runner from um, Yellow Jacket Aid Station at Hellhole. He, he, and so after he sat for a while, I was like, let me bring you back to the start finish. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, you can get into my car. You know, I'm gross too. We're ultra runners. <laughs> and so I drive him back and drop him off. And when I get back in the car to drive back, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> it's like puddles <laughs> in my car. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, it's, it's all right. We have a light, but you're like, I don't, I don't yeah. care. I'm just, I'm gross. Help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, our immune systems have to be probably pretty kick ass, though. That's oh, all yeah, I a couple weeks ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's funny, you know, talking about immune systems in ultra marathons. Um, I was doing some some reading and some week. The reason we get sick after races is because our immune systems are have tanked because we're so tired. Um, your immune system actually catches back up real quickly. So it's not so much that it is who are touching all the same things you're touching and you're shoving your hands in your mouth and whatnot. And so, like, yeah. Yeah, so on, on that point, back to the Hot 100, they also had a community – well, it was a. It oh, was like I heard a, you guys a, talk about this. Yeah, it was a it was a metal trough with ice and water. Like the first person came in, and it's crazy hot and humid, and they they by the day, everybody is, is sitting in this vat of ice water, so everybody sweat and who knows what else is in this giant tub of yeah. summer this point. I'm not gonna in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've got a line here, and, and that's it. Yeah. Right. Well, what's worse is I've seen kiddie pools full of ice to keep drinks cold mm-hmm. that yep. runners have gotten into, and you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> drink next to this ice, right. sweaty butt. Like, yep. Yeah, I just need to that's dip my butt right. in oh, it no, for a second. Fine. Yeah, I, I just yeah. need to get my butt wet just for a second. <laughs> Just for a second. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely gross people. Uh, Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number 16. Another one that Shannon and I have Uh really good familiarity with. You'll break up with ultras time and time again. (laughs) (laughs) So, so many times I've said I never do this again. Or like... So, one year, here's a story, um, <laughs> 2008, uh, we, I was having a great race. I'm killing it. I think I was either, I think I was, and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I know I, I remember climbing, again, here's wasting miles, wasting steps. I climbed into this, like, observation tower off the trail, and I <laughs> sat up there with my husband. <laughs> I came back to the finish line, and thankfully, um, Matt Hammersmith, the race director, who I uh, love him, he's a great guy, he wasn't there. I quit. I was like, here's my bib. And he was like, are you sure? I'm like, yep, yeah, bye. And no questions asked. Whereas, if it was my dog, I wrote, like, a scathing blog post about how I'm man that must be really bad <laughs> you've muted yourself hello hello uh oh we lost Heather Heather come back unmute yourself that's a serious tirade <laughs> I don't know right <laughs> I can see her talking but I can't hear her oh no oh no <laughs> always the best stories happen this way you realize that right? exactly exactly <laughs> Heather oh okay we'll, we'll get her back on I'll re-invite her yes but you know we've always been there never doing ultras again never doing another race and then the next day you're like oh I wonder what's on ultra sign up <laughs> exactly right I always tell people listen the two weeks after a race, whatever I say is a lie. Don't believe any of it. Because <laughs> whatever I'm saying to you is all BS. That's right. That's right. She's back. Are we back? Are we connecting? I see sort of. All right. Can I hear you. There you go. Hey, there you go. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yay. Okay. I have to go get my plug. I think my computer might be bad. Hold on. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm bad at technology. <laughs> okay, here we go. Where where did I cut out on that story? 
That must have been one heck of a rant. That's, that's I know. All I'm you, say. you started ranting and it like immediately cut off. It's, um, <laughs> it didn't want to hear my story, I guess. <laughs> it was like, no, no, no. We're not gonna... <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Once again, story. Okay. You quit. You quit at mile 90. I think it's yeah, a- some like huge rant. I really did not just here, but in real life, <laughs> on, um, I found what I was looking for and, you know, just some emotional course I did. <laughs> and I'm sure we all say it often. I mean, ultra training takes so much out of your life and um, it's time consuming and it kind of um, mental and physical just stress and not have it mean a little something more general. I think we tend to, we tend to quit. Plus it really sucks sometimes in the middle of it. So you're like, why am I even back? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a fact. You know, I was like, what am I doing out here? Yeah. This isn't fun. I'm not enjoying myself. This is not what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I have to give my husband kudos. I don't know if he, hopefully he can hear me, but he deep with it on the reasons why I'm done and, and what would be better for me. And, and he's just like, yep. Okay. A couple weeks later when I'm like, Hey, I found this race to do. What do you think? Doesn't, he'll just be like, okay, Heather. <laughs> so I was on ultra sign up yesterday. Yeah. And- <laughs> the part you missed, missed uh, when you were reconnecting, I told Clem, the two weeks after a race, whatever I say is all lies and bullshit. Oh, yeah. Don't see that all the time. I really do. Yeah. Like, people finish a huge race and they're like, thanks for the help. I'm done. I need a break. And you're like, absolutely. You should taste that I just signed up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the same. It's true. And and I mean that, like, on an animal, like, you will prove to yourself that you're capable of so much than you ever think. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, yeah, it's, I'm so a sport. Um, I'm not going to be ever winning Western States or who knows if I'll even ever make it there, but um, I'm just a stronger person in all aspects of my life, not just running. Um, and it, I feel like some sort of Pinterest motivational picture here, but like it's just there aren't any limits. Um, well, there are some limits. But <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think uh, Shannon and I can both concur on that point. That I'm, but it's always worth it, and it always mm-hmm. makes you a better person. Absolutely, it ships you down to to nothing, right? It's just raw you and who you really are, and no fake fake that you try to sort of people you know yeah. it's just a raw emotional vulnerable you you know and and to get to that point takes a lot right mm-hmm. absolutely and there's trouble absolutely. I struggle to do that and then the, the move beyond that yeah it's 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 unlike anything else that you'll ever experience mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, you know, one thing um, to kind of go along with that, I love that the ultra community kind of like, it's a it's a level playing field in that sense. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, what school you went to or what you do for work or what you're struggling with at home or what you've been through in the past. Like, it just kind of, we're all fighting the same thing, you know, and yeah. it's, it's a really cool experience. Exactly. Well, you can read... Heather's blog at relentlessforwardcommotion.com. And where else can we find you online to, uh, to follow um, along you your can, adventures? I'm on the Instagram, uh, Relentless Forward Commotion, and um, in Facebook, although it, I don't, I'm not on there as much, but, um, and that's it. I don't do the TikTok. I'm not, I'm not uh, coordinated enough for those dance moves. <laughs> 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 but, but mostly I'm cool, my big thing is I like to write, so yeah. Cool. Do you know? Do you, you probably do. You you know Kevin and Annie and Annie Randolph, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> their TikTok I, is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you and your husband should should start doing TikToks. I mean, their their TikToks is like I laugh so hard just watching their TikToks. Kevin's a born TikTok star. Like, who knew he was? <laughs> I, I know. I had no idea. I don't think any of us did. Yeah, no, they're so funny. They're, theirs is great. But yeah, my kids, my boys are 11 and 13, and they're like, you're not getting a TikTok. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I've I've signed me and Clinton up for a TikTok, so we have an account. We haven't made one yet because oh. this whole because this whole this whole this whole Corona thing. Yep. But once this is over, we're definitely going to make one. Oh, just to embarrass ourselves. I Maybe to embarrass. Moves. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause, listen, I have no moves. Or <laughs> you know, I've. I've done several with, with my youngest, and she's always embarrassed. Oh, uh, oh yeah, no doubt. But uh, yes, but we- fun. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we really appreciate it, and uh, can't wait to meet you again some other time. <laughs> Absolutely, I know. Once this crazy craziness gets back to a regular racing schedule. Yep, but not, but not a hell. No, oh, I see. Uh, we that's my I I quit. I'm never doing it again. Oh, maybe just once more. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told Chad, listen, I'm, I'm never coming back because I don't do a race that that I don't I don't finish. Right. So, so I rang the chicken bell. So I, I definitely have to go back. Yeah. But I'm like, it's going to be a few years before, literally, I can accept that punishment again. Yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend the January version. It's much more enjoyable. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Same course, same swamp water, but a little cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, so do you have any any uh, any movie recommendations? for us um you know i'm one of those lame people who i don't watch movies like i i don't think i've been to the movie theater since um that mad max movie came out like 2015 and my husband dragged me (laughs) so no but i will i do occasionally watch hulu and our recent um binge was what we do in the shadows i think that's what it's called oh, it's a okay. it's a hilarious show about vampires living on staten island it's so funny <laughs> so i recommend that okay <laughs> what we do in the shadow all right all right and and what is your what is your drink of choice adult beverage wise um what month are we talking it changes like, no. <laughs> like right at this moment Last night I had a something bliss. I can't remember what it's called. It was something with the word bliss in it. Um, IPA from Oscar Blues, and it was so good. So that's what I'm going to recommend. I have a picture of it on my Instagram. <laughs> but I like, I like beer, IPAs, beer in the summer, and then in the winter I'm like a bourbon kind of girl. Okay, there you go. So yeah, <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much, Heather. We All appreciate right. your time. Great. Thank Thanks you for coming guys. on. Of course. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Awesome. Bye. <laughs> Dude, that was so much fun. That was hilarious. Yeah. Fun I mean, times. When I, when I saw that pop up, I'm like, yeah, we should cover that on the podcast just because we've been so serious with, with you know, the, the, the Rona mm-hmm. and then the racial injustice. Yeah. Uh, and I had a rant scheduled for today. Really had it scheduled for last week, but our 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 guest fell through, so mm-hmm. I didn't do it. And today's sort of a fun podcast, so I didn't do yeah. it again. Don't bring the room but down. I'm not going to, but I'm just saying I've got a rant, dude. But I'm gonna let it go. Okay. Because it was such a fun podcast today. Right. You know, she's a fun, upbeat, enthusiastic person. That I think we should just leave it at that. Sounds good. And I won't bring us down. <laughs> or do or do a movie re- review, even though, oh. I, I haven't, I I haven't had a chance to watch the movie yet. Uh, the uh, Timmy Failure? Jimmy Failure? Yes. Timmy Family? Yeah. Um, Timmy Failure, yes. Well, I'll, make a point, I'll make a point to watch it this weekend. Yeah. You, listen, you, 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 can, you can watch it, watch it with the whole fam. Okay. It's it's a uh, and then something else that I just watched I think two nights ago mm-hmm. is uh thirteenth. Have you seen that? No. It's on uh I think it's a Netflix show. And it's thirteenth one three below T H. Okay. In case yeah. you can't assume uh but anyway, it has to do with with uh the thirteenth amendment and what we're dealing with today. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very uh, apropos to 
to life as we know it. So that's, that's cool. all I got. Yeah, I guess the last and, uh, thing that we binged watched was uh, Mrs. America. I think it was on that's a, FX that's really good. on Hulu or something about Hulu, the ERA yeah. and um, yeah, and, and that whole story, which was pretty fascinating. And um, yeah, I watched that as well. And then I oh, mean. Otherwise, we haven't really watched much TV. We kind of leave it off yeah. during the week when the girls aren't here. So, yeah, when, when you watch that, you know, the, the Mrs. America, and you see all the women that are against equal rights for everybody, you're like, wait a minute, this is for you. Yeah. You're like, I don't understand. None of this makes any sense to me. Yeah. Different strokes. Yeah, that's a great show. Yep. Cool, man. All righty. Well, I will uh, talk to you soon. And yes, sir. Let's see. Follow us on all the social medias. Um, Shannon's keeping our, our Instagram full. And um, we're on the oh. Patreon, which uh, apparently Patreon's starting to charge like sales tax or something. So what? I put up a post on our Patreon, something that they said we're supposed to let everybody know about. Something weird. I don't know. Um, and go get a trail runner burger at bike rack bistro. Yes. Follow us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, hopefully we'll get back on a somewhat more regular schedule. Maybe, maybe not. It's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. We've been working at it. Yep. And reduce the ish. Reduce the ish. We need a shirt for sure. Reduce the ish. <laughs> ish will get you time, Glenn. I know that's funny. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, until then, we will see you next time. And if you're like Shannon, you can still shit in the woods. You can shit in the woods. <laughs> or or in the bushes by somebody's house if you that's have right. to. Don't recommend that though. But definitely the woods. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to have to go check my front yard now for swirlies from Shannon from your run a couple weeks ago. I have not done it in your yard. (laughs) (laughs) I've been close. (laughs) But I have not hit your yard. Good. Always the first time. There's no no hiding in my front yard, so... (laughs) (laughs) There's a certain golf course in Bowling Green that that I have hit recently. (laughs) <laughs> but there's not much hiding in. <laughs> but nature calls, son. Man, I feel sorry for the guy whose bowl gets way off left <laughs> that direction. Exactly right. <laughs> Listen, that was the wrong slice, what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, wrong club, my friend. Wrong club. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. All right, see you later.